Hello, everyone, and welcome to Golden Walkman Magazine. My name is David Walker, bringing you the issue for the end of December. So we have a couple of poems for you here. Uh, one is by Gregory Crosby, and the other one is by Charles Kell. And these poems are are very interesting because there's pieces in there that you can sort of latch on to, but for both of them, very, you know, it's, it's kind of funny that these kind of came up at the same time. They, they, they keep you at arm's length. There's things in there that are familiar, but then there's things that don't quite add up exactly the way that you would expect them to. Um, and, and it's an interesting ride for both of them. Uh, and, and I really hope you enjoy them. Um, we're going to hear directly from the authors and hear their interpretation of their own work. So I hope you enjoy that. But before we do that uh, and jump right into it, I just want to remind people that we have our uh, themed issues opened up for 2020. If you are at all interested in sort of poking around and seeing the different themes that these guest editors have come up with, maybe submitting your stuff, go for it. Look at our uh, website, goldwalkmag.com and and see what it's like. So without anything else, let's hear some great poetry, uh, a poem by Gregory Crosby, and then another poem by Charles Kell. Hope you enjoy it. My name is Gregory Crosby, and this is entitled Constantly Renewed Modes of Expression. Insistent, the hollow wine and the jiggled handle. In the glass taxi, the meter crystallizes. It's no one's fare but your own. Listening to the radio for 90 years with no one to back announce the songs, inventing their titles and forgetting them for later, handing out ellipses every Xmas. Just the thing I need, how nice. But all those murders, well, they had it coming. Now, if I test every ballpoint pen in the stationers without buying any, it doesn't mean I'm cheap. It's just that I dislike ballpoint pens, and how dare you describe these flowers as a still life. Still, that's life. Mickey tugs at the conductor's tails, and the world splits open. It takes forever, this pomegranate, but we have time. You had time, too. We see that now. How in the dark... The light takes on your shape. It can't be sleeplessness if you remember the dreams. We're used to that sound by now. To be an old movie on TV at this hour, that would be success. Cry or don't cry, if you want. It's stopped raining, but the court will be wet. One last look into the dealer's sad eyes, as if to say, it's okay. I'll play these. The genesis of constantly renewed modes of expression is fairly straightforward. It's an homage to John Ashbery. Odd, I've always had a somewhat vexed relationship to Ashbery's work. He was never the great influence on me that he has and, and and was for so many poets. I always preferred Kenneth Coe, frankly. But something about Ashbery, especially in his later years, began to resonate more and more with me. 
and particularly in some of his later interviews, some of the things that he would say. In addition, there is the odd coincidence that he died on September 3rd, 2017, which was my 50th birthday. So it seemed somehow appropriate to try to write something for Ashbery. I often felt over the years that the best way to read Ashbery, the best relationship to have to his work, is to pretend it was a radio. And reading Ashbery was akin to turning the dial uh, and listening, picking up all of these different stations, all of these different voices, all of these different images, snatches of conversation, music. They were all different, and yet somehow they all emanated from the same transmitter. So in thinking about all of those things, this poem was the end result. Hello, this is Charles Kell. Sarasota Atha David, one. Gauls flock at shifting detritus. A layer peels away. Over heavy waters, curly cues of smoke drift into men who make war noises with their throats. Two. I laugh when I'm scared. At the moment of horrible disaster, people gather in groups. Cease fire written on everyone's face. Three. Listen. The sound of scissors cutting paper is coming from over there. Our leaking faucet sounds like a waterfall. Footsteps like a mouse climbing out from an oubliette. Our laughter is the sound of sex. Four. I'm kept by a shadow with no name. It uses me as bait. It makes me the creator of a new kind of hate. It makes me dig tiny rows in the garden with a tiny hoe. What for? I don't know. Five. He disappears before our eyes. Every law we've ever broken is recorded on a cheap sheaf of papers, locked away in an ancient wooden desk. Heaven used to be a weight room, our bed, that one bar, my wrecked Lincoln town car. I don't believe in hell. My last name rhymes with jail cell. So in Sarasota affidavit, uh, I guess there are political hints here mixed with the personal that combined through an oscillation of images, I'd like to say. Uh, when I wrote this poem, I was mostly writing short poems, 14 lines and less. And I wanted to construct something a little longer, uh, something with section breaks. This poem is three pages, a longer one for me. Uh, Sarasota is where my father grew up, but other than the name and the title, it has nothing to do with him. I'm riffing off affidavit a bit here, uh, which is a written statement that is sworn on oath to be true for use as evidence in a law of court. I use a good amount of legalese uh, in my titles in the book of my poems. 
I have a number of poems with titles such as The Trial, Exculpate, Guilty, and they all speak to one another, overlap, uh, brush up against one another. Initially, what I am most concerned with in this poem is sound and image, how the words bounce off each other, how they play together. I like a small sense of gallows humor as well, for instance. Uh, the beginning of section two, the speaker notes, I laugh when I'm scared. And just the whole notion of laughter as a defense mechanism uh, with an undercurrent of trouble, of unease, of disease that runs through the text. How one is always running from something in a way while simultaneously being trapped. How it looks like we are able to move, grow, break free, while at the same time it can look like we are in a cage. <laughs>